This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Welcome Amplify You. I'm Michelle Abraham, your host, and today I am bringing you a behind-the-mic interview with the host of Divine Sexuality, Victoria Vivas Kwong. Victoria, welcome to our show. Hi, thank you so much for having me, and hi, everybody. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Victoria, this has been so awesome to see you launch your show, get your show out there in the world. You will talk about your background in a second, but I just wanted to say that um, you came through the program with Steve Olsher's uh, Launch Your Podcast program, and which I got to be the instructor on that program, which is super cool. So I got to see the show kind of formulate as it went through, which was very exciting. And I just have to say, you have one of the most beautiful cover arts I've ever seen <laughs> anyone do. So it was a really, really nice cover. It's beautiful. You guys make sure you check it out. Thank and you. Uh, go check out Victoria's show. It's a really cool show. So Victoria, tell us a little bit about, um, well, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself and then tell us a little bit about how you got the show. What what made your ideas for the show come and come to life? Oh, oh my goodness! Um, you know, it has been a a great experience because I used to have a radio show, and I have had a lot of media. Like mm-hmm. I know that I have six million views on YouTube, and I have other uh, platforms that, that I'm very present on. But when I did my radio show years ago, I created a a, a full. 52 episodes that were almost like full workshops every time. <laughs> so I put a lot of love, a lot of work into it, but I never thought of of making it like a cohesive theme mm-hmm. and something that was sustainable for me to keep up because it's something that we normally don't get paid for directly. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I had to stop. So that was very sad. So this time I wanted to make sure that it's something that I can connect with at a deep level that I can share almost like talking with my circle of friends, female friends, and that it can be something that is going to bring a transformation to people's lives in a way that can create almost like a movement. So that was a little bit the idea behind divine sexuality and and to see it come into fruition. And now I'm on my episode number seven. So it's just the beginning, but I feel that there is a lot of value in becoming that focus because my previous show was all over the place. Like I would Mm -hmm. interview people and share workshops and do a lot of different things. But this focus of divine sexuality and knowing that I can have this conversation with women, sometimes about subjects that we don't have the opportunity to talk about because sometimes there are things that not even with our partners we can talk about and it starts being inside us it's like we're suffering in silence sometimes so I wanted to open the conversation so that there is a safe space for our sisterhood to come together 
I love that. That's so great. So what led you on the journey? Like I know you're, you've had all sorts of different, um, different kinds of shows and different kinds of teachings and you're a teacher of like a many, many things, which I love. You're so multi-talented. And then now how did you get it narrowed down to divine sexuality? Why, why divine sexuality? Yes. So it was becoming tough. I, I love to explore and expand and see every di- different facet of something. So when I started with my own healing and helping others, I, I have trained over 4,000 teachers and practitioners in energy healing. So I wanted to, to make sure that they are well-rounded and I studied everything that I could know about healing arts to the point that I have 70 classes in my curriculum. Wow. So that became a little bit overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much content. <laughs> oh, yes, it was, it was overwhelming for me because it's just there are no, not enough weekends in the schedule, right, <laughs> on, on a year to put everything. And it was becoming just too much. So yeah. I, I, it was hard for me to focus and, and I had to do it. At the same time, I had to do it. So I had to almost like renounce to things and see what is the one thing that I can help more people with, mm. that I can almost like encompass, encompass the other things like shamanism, crystal healing, sound healing. And how can I bring it all together in some way? And the idea was in divine sexuality for women, I feel I have the greatest transformational gift that I can offer to others because in my classes I have seen people come and do full year mentorships with me, even in shamanism, which is very transformational. But then they would take a class in divine sexuality and they would be completely transformed. So what I noticed is that even though we can learn all healing styles, there is something that unless we heal it, it's not going to to bring us to the level that we could be at. And this is our own sexuality, our, our connections with our gender, with our bodies, with how we perceive sex. So by healing this aspect, I noticed that all the rest comes to the next level. All the rest is elevated. We need to feel comfortable in our bodies and with our sexuality. We need to be able to embrace this aspect that has been censored, has been like a taboo. We feel guilt, shame around it, and we cannot live with all this burden. We are passing it generation after generation. So because of that, I felt that the the greatest gift that I can share with others is going to be to to offer this um, paradigm shift. And through the framework of divine sexuality, we can make this happen. Mm, I love that. It's beautiful. You know, it's interesting. Um, and when I was watching you create your show, you, I knew you I knew it was like uh, the right, like it was, it was happening so quickly. And you, it was just like, boom, 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 all the right, the intro and the outro and everything, all the pieces came together so quickly. And so like smoothly for you that like, you knew this was like almost like a divine intervention. Like you had to get this show out there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, it has been amazing. I mean, um, I just decided this in February. We are now in July and and the show is out and I have all these episodes and videos and courses around it. Of course, I, I had been teaching for uh, four or five years, four years before, uh, but I I have all new content because by the by the focusing on it, 
just mm-hmm. saying, I'm going to focus on women, on their sexuality, on their gender uh, relationship with their bodies. By focusing on that, what I noticed is it has deepened my understanding to such a profound level that now anything that I create, I have a a different perspective. So before it was amazing and I saw incredible things and transformation, but now that I'm solely focused on divine sexuality for women, now I can go deep. So (laughs) I'm creating more and more. So now I have a new five-day challenge and I have a new ebook and I have a new five-week course. So I, I see all these things that are happening. And of course, a lot of free content as well that I'm offering on YouTube mm-hmm. and on my website, because I want everybody to be able to benefit from this. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, I love how just it, it all works together, right? You've got the course and a, um, the podcast and it's all synergistic all together. What has been, what is it that you want your audience to get out of listening to the show? Yes. So I want for women to feel that they're not alone, that no woman is inadequate, which we feel sometimes when we are alone in our homes, maybe with our beloveds, maybe we are close to burnout and we don't even have the bandwidth to make love with our partners. Or maybe we are just feeling body shame or anything that is happening and we think it's only our internal story. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we open the conversation, we start seeing, oh no, I'm not alone. Like you too and you too, we are all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. So I feel that being able to be part of that conversation Mm. is very powerful. And I don't want it to be something centralized on me talking. Mm. So we have the Facebook group, the Facebook community, and that that is where we're doing also the five-day challenge. And we talk, okay, so what we do for the next show? What do you guys think? We have this opportunity, that opportunity, you have any questions? So that really creates a lot of community and it is not me talking but it is truly creating this movement in which we support each other as women i love that idea because you're actually engaging with your audience and asking them sometimes in podcasting it's tricky to engage with your audience because we don't know where they are out there sometimes but when they're in a community you can ask them what do you think about this topic what are you struggling with you can just create so much better content that resonates with them because it's what they ask for so i love that you're doing that yeah, I learned that from my friend, Michelle Abraham. <laughs> okay. You're awesome. Uh, it's so great that you're doing it, but it's so, so good. You listen. <laughs> that is so great. I love, the, um, I love how you're creating a secret space and a safe space for women because I think you know, that is something people don't necessarily feel super comfortable about talking about out in public or on a social platform or something. So you've created a really sacred and safe space for allowing women and you're normalizing the conversation around the sexuality, which I think is sometimes, like you said, it's like a taboo or a hidden or, you know, don't talk about it or shame behind it or guilt behind it, right? So there's so many things that society is placed on women's sexuality (laughs) that it's like and like you said it's like the key that unlocks everything else in your Mm. life it's just beautiful so tell us a little bit about the challenge that you're running how are you creating a challenge and with your listeners that are listening to your show and then and then how are you hoping to gain more listeners through the challenge Yes. So what I'm doing is just offering this for women that maybe they are not ready to go into the five-week course, but 
they know that they need something different in their lives. So the five-day challenge is focused on self-care. So that means it's not even about sexuality. Like some, some of us might, might be like, oh, I want to have these incredible sex relationships right now. And we don't even have the foundation, which is self-love and self-care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why we want to start right there with something very easy, very achievable, and that can help us with many things, including our presence when we are with our family, our health. It can help us being more productive. It can 10x our creativity. So we're going to start just with that. So I'm not necessarily doing it to our the podcast or anything. It's just creating that community and guide women through a process that is so easy. You know, it's just dedicating like five minutes a day for five days. Mm. And this how can change your life and your self-love. And that being the foundation of how then we can tap into other exciting things. (laughs) Then we get to the juicy stuff, right? (laughs) Exactly. And this in itself can be very juicy because sometimes we we focus on sexuality as the sexual act itself, but there is so much more about enjoying the pleasures of life. And that self-care can be very ecstatic in itself. So mm-hmm. it's a different way that we can access anywhere. So we are working and we can take five minutes to practice some self-love, like dancing, uh, smelling essential oils, just mm-hmm. hugging ourselves. Self-hugging is mm-hmm. actually a process that has, has been demonstrated to help our immune system and our nervous system mm-hmm. feeling safe. So there are many things that we can do throughout the day. It's not necessarily sex in itself, but it's going to start building our feeling of, of being worth it, mm-hmm. being loved, being cared for, for ourselves. And sometimes we might not find that in our partners because we're not even giving it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a high expectation we put on our partners when you're not giving it to yourself. Right? right? <laughs> <laughs> you love me, but I don't love me. So you you have to do it. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> I love it. What's been um, your favorite part about podcasting so far? I know you're still new on the journey, but... <laughs> I'm very new. I'm very, very new. But I'm so happy because it's almost like this library of information yeah. in which now we can, we can go back and see, oh, wow, all these sharing and all this life experience and how things evolve over time and now finding somebody that says hey I found your group through your podcast it's like oh how sweet <laughs> or somebody just saying I love your podcast it helped me with this it helped me with that it's just so beautiful to have that platform and it can be so creative and artistic because I'm I'm a Libra so I'm a little bit of an arts geek also (laughs) so I love uh, that we can include music into it so as you know I have my own song in the beginning Uh, let's just tell the audience here that so Victoria did something super unique with her um, intro and it's actually her seeing the intro and playing an instrument in the intro and it's beautiful such a good it's such a good song so it's very unique so nobody else has the intro yes actually it's not me playing um i might have played an an instrument but it's mostly i composed the song and i sang sang it so i don't remember if i played any of the instruments but (laughs) it's mostly that so for me i have created this song uh, about four years ago five five years ago so or so and it was intended for my divine sexuality work with women. So I created mm-hmm. it with that intention. And when I offer circles at my home for divine sexuality, 
they were always without music. It was like our theme song mm -hmm. to bring us into the mood. So now suddenly I need a, some music for the intro and outro of my show. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, maybe I should use this one. <laughs> <laughs> it fit perfectly, didn't it? <laughs> yes. And now we have podcasting, but it's not just talking. It can bring a little bit of a more artistic aspect. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I have the opportunity to maybe do short things that are more colloquial, but sometimes I have done, for example, one of the shows is 30 minutes. <laughs> Another one is a little shorter and it's more like poetic almost. Mm -hmm. One of my intros about the ecstatic woman experience. Mm -hmm. So I feel that it, it gives us room to create anything that is of the shape that we want to give it. <laughs> Definitely. I love that about podcasting because there's no like right or wrong or like black and white things in it right now. It's still very open for creativity. And I think that's where a lot of people are drawn. A lot of creatives are drawn to podcasting because they can still express themselves in many different ways. You don't have to fit into this box of a show. Mm. Um, you know, one show doesn't fit all sizes, right? So. Right, exactly. I love that. And it's like having all these flavors when you go to, to look for a podcast, it's like, oh, which is the flavor that I want to listen to today? <laughs> Are you going to have any guests on your show? Is it just, is it your, is it your content that's going to be on your show? Yes. Yeah, so in my previous show, I, in radio, I, I had a combination and I enjoyed that because I got to meet people that I admired and I got conversations. It was a little bit less pressure on, on me for creating content because it was a, a spontaneous conversation. So I enjoyed that this time because I still want to, create a foundation for divine sexuality and to, to have this sharing that educates women, helps women, and creates almost like this movement. Because of that, I'm starting with a season that is solo. So I'm just sharing from my heart and sharing the things that I feel are important, the thing that my Facebook community is, is feeling that they need to hear the most. So I'm sharing that for now in season one. I'm not sure how long I'm going to make it, but I have a, a couple other seasons that are going to be different and that I'm planning. It's a secret. So yeah. <laughs> I love it. You're on, you're on episode seven. You're already planning future seasons, which is great. <laughs> um, how many episodes do you think you'll have in a season? You know, exactly when, when you said that, I was thinking about that. How many should I do? I really mm. don't know. I feel that... I want to make sure that I cover at least the basics so that a woman that wants to have a strong foundation on divine sexuality can, can have enough information to at least have planted the seed and for it to continue growing. So I, you know, I, I thought, oh, well, 10 episodes, but I'm already on seven and I feel that I'm not even getting started. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so, the cool thing too. The seasons don't have to be a certain number either. They can be as long as you want or as short as you want. We had a, a friend once that was doing, um, he was uh, uh, interviewing pro skiers. So he'd only record from like a November to March every year and then he'd have the rest oh. of the time off. Oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I'm already on, on number seven, so for sure it's going to have to be more than 10. So I would say maybe 20, maybe for how I, I feel, because I just, you know, when we talk about sexuality, most people think sex, 
but I, that's not sexuality. Sexuality is also our gender, our relationship with our bodies, mm-hmm. what it is to be a woman or a man, but in my case, I work with women. So because of that, there is so much more that needs to be placed uh, before we get into actual sex. So I have a chapter I was sharing with you that is like more <laughs> explicit about mm-hmm. sexuality, sex in itself. And, and I don't feel that I can post it right now. Like I have to, to build the foundation first. To warm up your audience first a little. <laughs> yes, yes. So, you know, it's not about how many techniques for sex or how many postures we know, but how we feel. Like, are we able to abandon ourselves to pleasure Mm-hmm. Are we liberated to that extent or we still have some trauma, mm-hmm. some negative beliefs, some things that we are burdening us and we are not going to be able, even if we know the most amazing posture for sex. <laughs> yeah. it's For women, I think it's a lot of our mindset too. Like it's all a lot in our minds. So absolutely. You have to, it's a lot more to, than it's just a physical act, right? You've really got to work up to it and, and, you know, release all sorts of negative beliefs and things and mindsets and yeah, before you can, yeah. before you can, and it's like, I love what you're doing with your audience because you're, you're not giving them the, the, what they came for just yet with what they, <laughs> not what they think they came for. Right. So you're going to yeah. give, you're giving them what they need to hear and what they need to do first and that self love and the self things before they get to the yeah I don't want them to (laughs) yeah because otherwise what happens is that we go super high and then we fall and it hurts so much so I don't want them to do that I want to create such foundation that is so strong that they naturally rise above anything but if we just try to go too high what can happen is that we wound ourselves even deeper so if we had an insecurity and we try to go too high then we're going to have to heal sometimes double because it's, that's what happened to me. So I was, to, my sexual life was okay, you know, like it was pretty good, but I wasn't taking care of all the hidden trauma that was there. Mm. So because of that, it was, it was created more wounding. Mm. And then the more we deepen that wound, the harder it is later to heal it. So because of that, I don't want them to jump into this without understanding what are the blockages or the traumas that are hidden. Right. Yeah, that's empower- That's super powerful. And mm. it's so good that they have such a wonderful guide like you to guide them through those things <laughs> before, you know, and uh, what a cool, um, I just love the, the topic and the, you know, the way that you present it too. I think it's really uh, it's helping us find our feminine femininity again, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, all the juiciness. No the more being stuff. in our black suits, going to <laughs> to our work uh, place like we are men. No more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just enjoy the pleasure of being a woman and bringing that juiciness back to life. I love it. And then you also um, have a program called the Static Woman Experience. You can yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Yes, so that's when we go deeper into a five-week process in which we go one by one through the hidden traps that prevent us from experience fully that ecstatic woman experience, Mm -hmm. becoming that ecstatic woman. So five blocks, five weeks. And Mm -hmm. behind each of those blocks, 
there is a hidden blessing, but unless we understand it and process it and we are able to move beyond it, it's going to detract from our experience. So because of that, we need to work one by one and making sure that we understand that we are conscious what is happening. And even though it's a five-week process, Mm -hmm. then it will continue. Mm. That's it that we plant. And once we are aware of it, we can continue improving and improving and improving. So there are many levels of bliss that we can experience. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and then really becoming the ecstatic woman experience. Mm-hmm. I love the name of that. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> That's so awesome. So uh, anything that's really been like surprising to you with starting your podcast, things that have been like harder than you thought or easier than you thought or, or anything that's been a surprise to you? Oh my goodness. That's, you know, I'm so new to it that I'm still discovering. Mm-hmm. So maybe you asked me last week and I said something and you asked me this week and I said something <laughs> <different>. <laughs> Maybe we bring you back in six months from now and there'll be something yeah. totally different. Yeah. <laughs> I love so, it. <laughs> that's, that's what I feel, that I'm still like you know up and down a little bit with this. Sometimes it's like, oh, I can record 20 episodes today. And then sometimes it's like, what should I talk about? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so I'm going a little bit up and down right now hmm. because I'm I'm like very new at it. But certainly, I didn't exactly know what podcasting was when I had my radio show. One of my listeners asked me, "Hey, can you put it on on a uh, now it's Apple Podcasts, but before it was uh, iTunes. Yeah. iTunes, yeah. So somebody asked me, and I'm like, why would I put it there? You have it already in my radio show. Why you want it there? So I, I didn't really understand the concept. Mm-hmm. So I think just the fact of learning how it is and how it can be so engaging to have a podcast and, and just the whole community and concept of it, that's what it has been surprising because before it seemed like it's just like a radio show, <laughs> but now it doesn't feel that way anymore. Yeah. And now you have control over getting people into your community too and bringing them to you from your show. And uh, that's really cool. It's really, really it. powerful. I love it. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm super excited to see uh, your show grow and see where it goes and all the adventures that um, come from having your show uh, live and out there in the world now. And, you know, your voice is powerful voice. And I think you're going to change a lot of, a lot of women's lives with your, with your content. So super excited for you, Victoria. And uh, yeah, I'm just excited to um, also want to share with everybody about your challenge on um, this coming up soon. So where can we find more information about that? I will put a link in the show notes, but for everybody else, where should we send them? Yes, yes. So they can go to victoriavives.com slash self. And Michelle will be placing a link so that you can go directly. But yeah, just join there is completely free, nothing to lose, only things to win. And only only love to gain. (laughs) Exactly. And joining the community so that you are encouraged because sometimes we want to bring transformation to our lives. But unless we have a circle of people that is doing the same and cheering us on and all of that, we might just leave it because as women, especially, we put ourselves like the last in the list. So we all are obligated. And then when we are exhausted, it's like, oh, I don't have time to take care of myself. (laughs) (laughs) But I was the last one on the list, right? Exactly. (laughs) So we want to change that and make ourselves first 
And then we can serve others better. So it's not selfish. It's just understanding that we need to be fresh in, in order to give our best to others yeah. and also live a longer, more healthy life and save in bills to the doctor. We don't want that. No, exactly. We need to fill our cup up first before we can. Yes. It's like the oxygen mask on the plane, right? Exactly. <laughs> and also it's pleasurable. So we need to start understanding that life is not just about work, but also about pleasure and enjoying our temple of our soul that is our body. <laughs> I love how you say that. It's so fun. <laughs> okay, Victoria, thank you so, so much for being with us. And we're, I'd send them also to your website. Your website is uh, VictoriaVivas, VictoriaVivas.com. That's it. That's it. Awesome. Yeah. And where do you, where's your favorite social media hangout? Facebook or Instagram? Where are you most? You know, I'm all over the place. My YouTube. goodness. YouTube. Check out Victoria's YouTube yeah. channel. Six million views. That's huge. Yeah, I love that one. And there is, you know, it's a little different, uh, the community, but still I, I check the comments. I do my best to answer all of the comments. I have a community place where I put some comments as well. But yeah, maybe interacting more would be my Facebook group. That's where I really, we really can create friendships. So that's, that's what I like about it. Okay, awesome. And can you tell us again what the Facebook group is? Yes. Facebook.com slash groups slash ecstatic woman. Excellent. Static woman. Make sure you spell that right. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Victoria, for being with us today. Amplify you, family. This is another behind the mic story of how this beautiful show called Divine Sexuality became a podcast just recently. Uh, and thank you again to the host, Victoria Vivas Fong, for being with us today. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.